passion, drive, and patience. What brings home the winning trophy is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors is everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. From superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED lights, and more, whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to turn your car into the MVP and bring home that win. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. We're back here on Post Wrestling, and coming up this Thursday night, it's Bellator 250 uh, taking place at 8 p.m. Eastern Time on the CBS Sports Network, with the prelims kicking off at 5.15 Eastern. Uh, They'll be available on Bellator's YouTube channel, and a man that has just been added to the card is our guest that is joining us now, the 2-0, Jake Hager, who will be taking on Brandon Calton. A pleasure to have Jake here on the program with us. Jake, how are you doing today? Great, man. Thank you for having me. So this fight with Brandon Calton, how quick did this uh, come about? Was this a card that you had been in discussions with to fight on the card and it was a matter of finding an opponent? Or was this something that sort of just uh, fell into your lap over these this last week or so? Well, I was one of the victims uh, way back when, back in May, when everything got shut down. I was booked on, uh, I forget the number, but it was May 9th. Mm-hmm. Um, I was booked on that card, and um, it was one of the first ones to get uh, scrubbed. And um, since then, it's kind of been a process of trying to stay ready, stay busy with AEW, and then like find a date uh, that worked. Um, and originally, we wanted to do uh, September, but that ended up being just a little too much with the AEW schedule. And so Bellator is great, as always. And uh, so we're about two months uh we've been planning on it and now brandon calton is a fighter he he's only had uh two pro fights uh tell me a little bit about uh how you're preparing for for this fight uh against someone that you know not not the most well-known opponent but is uh someone nonetheless that this fight's come together very quickly for you well you know a long time ago i uh i learned a very a very tough lesson that like you know i can't read a you can't uh you have to treat all your opponents the same way. And, uh, I treat every opponent as a world championship match. Uh, I am no spring chicken and I have do not have the ex- a lot of experience in that cage. Um, I have a lot of natural ability and, uh, but still that experience is something that I, I would love to gain. And this is what I, I, I look forward to getting in there and doing. He's a big, heavy guy. I know he's fought a couple fights at 300 pounds. Um, so it's going to be a good test, uh, for my grappling, for my jits and definitely for my standup game. Prior to the pandemic, what was the ideal plan for Jake Hager in 2020 with the AEW commitments, but also, uh, what you kind of had mapped out for yourself, uh, in Bellator? Yeah, we, uh, we, we wanted to fight a couple times in 2020 and really start, uh, showing the MMA audience that uh, I'm not a flash in the pan. I'm not just one of these celebrities trying to cross over that I'm really committed to this. I really want this. And I have all the ability in the world to take this as far as I want. Um, so right now we're looking at getting this fight in 
and uh, uh, starting off our 220 uh, fight uh, career. It's been a year in the making. Then last October. There's gonna be a lot of rush, but uh, we're eating. Uh, where we gotten and uh, where we need to improve. Now, when it comes to these unique circumstances, when it comes to uh, getting into the gym, are you getting in there regularly? And what what are some of the uh, the the adjustments you you have to make uh, just in a gym situation, uh, given the pandemic and everything? Is is it a drastic uh, series of uh, precautions you have to take, or is it uh, just tell us a little bit about that unique uh, preparation? I've been uh, fortunate in that end where I had to worry about the facilities uh, being open or available because um, a lot of them are private. Um, the biggest thing for me and most heavyweights is training partners. You got to find big guys that are willing to come in there and get punched in the face and lay and have some other big guy lay on you and squeeze all the air out of you. You know, not a lot of fun. There are worse jobs. I love my job. I go to work every day saying, hey, there are worse jobs. I'm, I'm looking forward to going and getting punched in the face by this big guy for practice. So uh, that was the biggest thing, uh, just finding training partners uh, that can come in there and consistently give me uh, a good look. Uh, going back to, to your last fight, as you mentioned, it was a year ago with Anthony Garrett. It had the unfortunate ending with the accidental groin strike, but given the, the uh, professional wrestling mindset that you have, how quickly did the end of that fight immediately jump over that I've got an amazing tool now for my professional wrestling character with this with the, with the knee strike? I mean, it was almost instantaneous. <laughs> 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 I mean, that is one of the reasons why you love pro wrestling because you take what makes sense and you use it. And at AEW, we use everything. We don't let anything go to waste. That's why our storylines are so much more compelling. That's why our characters just seem better and more intriguing. Um, and so it was almost instant. Like, oh, well, there's, there's a great setup. And, of course, we used it. And, of course, it got a great reaction. I don't have a lot of people in the AEW audience who like me very much right now. But I'm okay with that. Well, wh- one of the problems is you hardly have anybody in the audience right now. And I'm kind of interested to see that given that, I mean, it's got to be really difficult in a pro wrestling setting. I know that now you guys have started to introduce some fans, uh, but do you think that like the shock of that has kind of worn off for you in the sense that next week when you're fighting with, without fans, that it's not going to be as, uh, as hard uh, to kind of acclimate to such a strange fight environment. Um, you know, I'm, I'm good either way. After you're on television, live television for 10 years, fans, no fans, you really don't feel it. You're so focused and, and, um, zoned in on what you're trying to accomplish. It's kind of a blur. And that like with pro wrestling, it is a little more difficult, um, because they are a part of the show and you want them to be a part of the match and interact. And if anything, I hope wrestling fans are listening to this, this pandemic showed them how big, um, of a part of the art shows that they are. And they should take pride in that. They should be happy in that. And they should definitely come buy more tickets, come watch us. But um, at the same time, it it is difficult, but it gives you opportunities to open doors elsewhere, like we did with the stadium stampede, like Chris Jericho just did with Late Dinner Debonair, and they broke out into the first ever song and dance duet on in pro wrestling history. It's It's incredible 
like pro wrestling will give you an inch. And if you're creative, it's like Chris says, how creative you want to be. And if you're creative, you're going to go far. When you look back at the the stadium stampede and just the the praise that that entire uh, event uh, was, how it was received from people, I mean, that, that's got to be one of those moments uh, in your lengthy career. I mean, is that right near the, the top? And you, uh, you know, had a huge contributing factor to that entire presentation. I mean, yes, absolutely. That entire match, the idea of it was just so cool and so much fun. And there wasn't any egos. There wasn't any drama. Everybody was coming up with ideas for someone else. Like, hey, you guys could do this. Like, um, it was it was my idea for Sammy to get the German, uh, the, the Northern Lights suplexes 100 yards down. It's like, oh, you should do it every five yards. And, you know, it was just like real organic and it was awesome to be a part. But to be honest, that's just how AEW works. And I'm not just saying this because I was a 14-year guy at WWE and I, and I left. I love it at AEW because we can go there and we can create and everybody works together. And it's just different. It's a different mindset. And you're seeing that in our product and you're seeing that in how the wrestlers are having fun and coming across on screen as larger and different. Do we have some bugs to work out? Of course, every show does. But we, um, this, this last year at AEW really has been my favorite year in my entire career. And I can't wait to keep going with it. Has that changed at all over the past year for you, Jake, in terms of coming in and, you know, it's one thing to be told, hey, it's going to be a lot different here, but are you going in it with, well, we'll see what, what happens when I go in here. Now you've had a year under such a, from many accounts, it's just a very different uh, vibe and way that things work in AEW. Seeing that for yourself, was there, was it immediate for you that you saw that difference? You know, everybody goes there, especially if you're coming from the Fed, you're definitely going to be walking on eggshells. That's the way the Fed likes to keep you, like you're always in trouble. Um, and so like the first couple of weeks, they were telling me this, and I didn't believe it. And they were telling me this, and I didn't believe it. And then I really got to know Tony, uh, and like everything starts with that guy. His leadership, is, he's one of the best leaders I've ever met. Uh, he really wants good people in this company. If you're a good person, come work for AEW because we're doing great things. And you can see that with every hire he makes. It's a good person. And we are working together without any egos, without any politics. We just love wrestling. And we want to make a great show for wrestling fans because guess what? Pro wrestling is hotter now than it's ever been before. And now we got this great show and we got the uh, an owner who understands the progression of it. Let's go. I mean, what, I'm getting excited here. I got a fight on Thursday at CBS Sports, but I'm excited. When it comes to the ability now, you're on separate networks. Is is AEW able to actively promote your fights on on the Wednesday night going into Thursday? Or, and are you kind of involved in, in any of that, uh, given that it is on competing networks? This is why Bellator is so great, and this is why AEW is so great. They were both very willing to try to work out um, like some 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 areas that's never been done before. Um, of course, there's some red tape that has to get across with you know affiliation. TNT is technically uh, affiliated with one championship wrestling 
uh, or won championship fighting. Uh, but uh, they've been like great with sharing footage with Bellator. Bellator has been great with providing footage for them. I fought John Moxley for the AEW World Championship, and the the highlight reels that they they brought out for that the the promo videos I thought were really special and really cool. And how well because AEW is so willing to give them that stuff so we can cross over and they understand that if one thing get, gets bigger that makes it bigger so why not have it how early do you have to get into uh uncasville connecticut uh, next week do you have to get in several days earlier with the kind of the the bubble environment that they've created there a little bit of the bubble <laughs> <laughs> um yeah yeah they, they got protocols in place we're actually uh we're flying out in the team tomorrow night so we'll have a good six, five days, make sure everything's clear, um, update the safety protocols and, and get ready to do it, man. It's uh, be a big week. I'm very excited. It's going to be a very busy week for you. As, as you look ahead to this fight, uh, you know, you've, you've had a lot of, a lot of short fights, uh, thus far. Is, is there a part of you that would like to have one of those fights where you, you get 15 minutes in and you can really hone in on, on that tape after the fact, or th- is that not of a concern to you? Uh, absolutely. Absolutely. I would love the, um, every, every second in that cage is very valuable experience. Um, you can't really put a dollar price on that either because it can teach you so many things in so many different ways. So, um, I, I, I feel I'm going to be more patient in this fight. This guy is a lot bigger. He's going to have about 20 pounds on me. Uh, but I'm going to be patient, and I'm going to look for my opportunities. And if we go into the second round, great. I'm ready. And if we go into that third round, I guarantee you nobody is ready because I have something else that no one else does, and that is my cardio. Uh, my shape is impeccable. No heavyweight can do the type of shape I have. If you make it into that third round with me, God bless you because you are going to get punished. Ideal scenario. Uh, you get through Brandon Colton on Thursday night and looking ahead to 2021. I mean, now that you've kind of experienced what the AEW schedule uh, requires of your time and the preparation you want for your fights. I mean, what is, what is the pathway of 2021 looking like for Jake Hager? Uh, it, it's very exciting. It's very exciting for America. Um, it's a very uh, crucial time in all of our lives right now. So I think we we get this W, we go trick-or-treating, we have our election, and then we figure out where we're at. But uh, there's a lot of opportunity in 2021. And like I said earlier in the conversation, I, uh, you know, I'm a pro wrestler and a lot of MMA fans' eyes. I'm here to prove them uh, uh, wrong. And that's what I'm going to do in 2021. And can you confirm for us, Jake Hager, a member of the Yang Gang? Jake Hager is not a member of the Yang Gang. No. <laughs> I just appreciated uh, that he was actually looking into uh, all the all the all the crazy stuff that they like to do. Um, but he kind of he kind of politicianed his way out of that, trying to hook him on the get him on the line, but. You know, as those politicians do. Well, uh, you certainly received quite quite a lot of feedback uh, to your tweet the other day. I think I think you said what a, what a lot of wrestlers privately are thinking. 
Well, a lot of people wanted to say that there wasn't, there's only 30 wrestlers fired, but they don't understand all the people that backstage that go into making uh, the shows that they produce so good. All the PR people, all the sales reps, um, all the people that give up timeless hours. Some people have been there 14 to 30 years and to get fired on a lie. That's pretty low. Um, I don't want to come across bitter, but uh, that, that was just too too much and i i had to i had to scorch the earth with that one well uh we're looking forward to uh scorching earth next thursday night it is bellator 250 jake hager will be in action against brandon calton uh, the prelims start 5 15 p.m eastern time and then the main card 8 eastern on the cbs sports network and the zone here in canada as douglas lima challenges gegard musasi for the bellator middleweight title uh, all the best over the next week and uh with trick-or-treating as well, Jake. And thank you so much for taking some time to chat with us here at Post Wrestling. All right. Thank you.